lovely podcast listeners. We are back for a bonus episode. We got a little bonus episode to celebrate surpassing 50,000 downloads and reaching our 30th episode. We're giving you a bonus episode. Yeah. And in this episode, we are answering your burning questions. Ooh. So whether they are paranormal or whether they're just questions about us, we're going to answer them. I feel like I need to go, ah, to add to my sound effects. Ah, ooh. <laughs> if it is a question that we have answered before, because we previously did a bonus questions and answers episode for episode 20, then we will keep it short and sweet. But we've got a lot of interesting questions to get through today. And I may give you a different answer to what I gave you in episode 20, just to be honest with you. Yep, that is not beyond the realms of possibility. <laughs> We're going to go straight into it. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. Question number one comes from Astral Secrets on Instagram. Ah, uh, crystal person. Love all the crystals. What story have you read that has freaked you out the most? Uh, um, the Rats by James Herbert. Or, oh, do you mean, they mean the actual story, don't they? Probably mean the actual stories that oh. we've gotten in. Well, that's a that is a good question. Um, I think Dear David was freaky, but it was probably more likely, more than likely, a um, marketing thing. So that took the edge off of it a little bit. Um, the Banshee story was freaky for me. Um, the wailing old women—it's quite scary. Creepiest one for me has been Skinwalkers. Oh yeah, uh, because of the because <laughs> it's. A cultural phenomenon, and yeah. I believe that first people have a different way of knowing, a different way of understanding the world, and that we're just not privy to it, or maybe we're not as open to it, and it really freaks me out. Yeah, all the stories freak me out, though, to be fair. Question number two okay. comes from Josie. What is, on Instagram, what is the thing that you've seen that's made, that's made you believe most in the paranormal? So I'm going to answer that first, I'm going to go, if you go right back to episode one of this <laughs> podcast... It is the reason that we started or that I decided or that I encouraged Dan to start a podcast and the reason that I actually do believe in ghosts, just not most ghost stories. And that was when I saw a full-bodied apparition in a lunatic asylum. Not I, not made up. I think for me, there's been a lot of things that I've seen in my life that have just been a little bit unexplainable. Nothing like really shocking, but I just can't, I haven't been able to explain it. I think that's probably been the sort of key to me, I just, I just, I just think there's things in this life we can't explain. So it's just a general thing for me, I think. Yeah. Question from Lily Howitt: Do you believe in the Mandela effect? P.S. Love the podcast. P.S. We love you too, Lily. I just, I don't understand it to be honest with you. Like it, that, that is something that's really sort of baffles me because I, not so much the actual Mandela story, because that's that's just a little bit before my time. But the the Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes thing. Yeah. I just don't understand. Well, it's just a universal mistake, isn't it? The Mandela effect. Yeah. That's all it is. I believe in it. I absolutely believe it's real. I believe it is a thing. So the Mandela effect gets its name from the idea that there was a huge huge amount of people. It was like that all believed that Mandela had died. died. Yeah. And so when he did die, they were like, but he's already dead. I remember that happening. Mm. And there's loads of different occurrences of the Mandela effect. If you like look it up on YouTube or whatever, it's really interesting. It's when masses of people remember things, but not as they were. But memory is a really tricky thing anyway. But I think, I still think the Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes thing. I think I could find proof about it. I'm sure it was called Looney Tunes at some point. See, this is why the Mandela effect is so interesting. Because people are like, absolutely fucking not. It is 100% the thing that I remember it being. 
I just but not necessarily. Yeah. I'm sure it used to be that. Sally Nolan has asked if we have ever heard of Loftus Hall in Wexford. Um, I haven't. Um, I have. <laughs> Ireland, Ireland is a little bit out of my remit. I have. Loftus Hall is a really famously haunted... Oh, did the Ghost Adventures go there? Potentially. <laughs> Maybe I have They been. might have gone to Loftus Hall, but it's a really famous haunted old building in Wexford in Ireland. I think there's a big hole in the ceiling that they can never quite, man- can never quite mend. There's been loads of documented cases of people being physically attacked by entities, all that kind of thing. I'd love to go. I've never been. Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, the next question is actually from me, and it's from GBATS3417. Yeah, is the book your... reader. Yes. Is your PhD about compiling all the research that you are doing for this podcast? I fucking wish. I wish that's what my PhD was on. No, my PhD is actually on education um, and educational policy specifically. And I would love when we are, when I'm finished my PhD, when I actually have time um, to actually genuinely compile all the stories we've gotten from the podcast into some sort of book. That's what I would love to do with the podcast. And then you can read it with all your other books. Then I can read it with all the other books that I'm allowed to read when I finish my podcast. The the, the book lady that's messaging us. Oh, good. Yeah, then she can add it to her list of books to read. Um, Our next one comes from Monet Minos. What would it take, paranormally speaking, for you, Emma, but I'm asking you this question as well, to move out of your house? Um, any of the things that we've spoken about on this podcast for me. <laughs> no, but to genuinely move, like genuinely, I'm packing my stuff and I'm not coming back to this house. Um, if you bought back a doll, a China doll, if you bought on eBay the crying boy painting, if you <laughs> did, we bought a Ouija board in, if you did a seance, uh, yeah, any of those things. Would cause you to move out. Yes. That is mad. I think it would take a lot for me to move out. I think if it, if whatever was going on in the house was damaging my physical or mental health, that'd be the point where I'd be like, I'm fucking outie. The reason those things would make me move out is because I've explicitly asked you not to do those things. <laughs> so if you do them, that's just... This is me being be, a bitch. Being mean. Our next one is from Kate C... Oh, Kate can do stuff. Oh, I'm such a dickhead. I think that's Kate um, Milton Maudlin, but hi. Yo, Emma, what type of eyeliner are you using? Let's Whoa. ask Dan that question. Dan, what kind of eyeliner do I use? Um, it is. I do actually know this. Um, I want to say Mac, but it's, it's not Mac. No, it's not. I know where I can know where it is. I can see where it is in boots. <laughs> it's liquid eyeliner. It is liquid eyeliner. Maybelline? No, I don't know. No, I use the Rimmel Glam Rimmel. Eyes Liquid Eyeliner. Um, I love my eyeliner. I don't actually wear it that often. So when I am wearing it, it's a rarity. But it also means if I post it on Instagram, it means that my eyeliner is on fucking point and it's taken years of practice to be able to do it properly. But I wear Rimmel, Glam Eyes, liquid eyeliner, always in black. Sometimes I do little designs around my eyes if I'm feeling very fancy. Jane Shetty has asked, would you rather live in a haunted house or meet the black eyed kids every time you have a driving trip? <laughs> I think the black-eyed kids every time I met a dri- have a driving tr- trip would just get like to that point where you're just like I can't be asked with this anymore. <laughs> like it was scary the first two hundred times, but really it's just getting annoying now. First two hundred times. Well, every time I drive every day, don't I? Yeah, but that's nearly a year of yeah. seeing them every day, and yeah. that's the point where you'd be like, oh, can't be asked being scared yeah. about this anymore. Yeah. All right, I see. I'm scaredy cat. I know. There you are. 
Um, but yeah, I've I'd probably take that over a haunted house actually. I'd probably take the tiny or the the, the tiny, tiny bins. <laughs> I was reading the, I was reading the next question. I take the black eyed kids as well because I don't actually drive that often. Yeah. So I'd be fine if I. And I drive a lot, house. but I'd still yeah. take that because I don't sleep very well as it is without living in a flipping haunted house. So. Our next question is from Made by Mandy, who asks, what is Bim's all-time favourite food? Should we answer that one together? No, you answer on your own. Because I don't know what you're going to say. It's tuna, probably. Well, she likes tuna, but she is obsessed with KFC. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, KFC is the craziest, like, crack. Yeah, and it, we don't get KFC very often, but when we do bring it home, oh, my God, she loses her fucking mind. I like, climbed up my chest and tried to get into my mouth to get some of the chicken back, I think, at one yeah, point. Yeah, she's, like, she's mental if KFC is in the house. And we obviously don't give her the skin or anything. No. We just, if we give her some KFC, we give her the, like, actual chicken, breast. if that's what we can call it, chicken breast, and fuck me, she goes mental. Yeah, it's like, she it's crazy. Big old black eyeballs and... Yeah, crawling up, crawling up, yeah, trying to get out of your mouth, all that kind of jazz. What is your scariest experience? And that comes from Piece of Kate 101. Very clever name. I like people with clever Instagram names. Uh, mine is absolutely my haunted, I mean, paranormal wise, mine is my haunted um, seeing the girl in the asylum. It's the, honestly, the freakiest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I can imagine. Mm. So mine, mine is the, the incident with the little girl that I talked about in the hotel. Yeah. Um, in terms of paranormal, definitely. Um, our next question comes from Fifty P Movie Club, who asked, "Do you secretly <laughs> hate Dan? He's a bit of a moron." I, I got that message and I got really annoyed because I forgot that Dan was on Instagram. I was like, "Who the fuck is texting me? Is sending me stuff like that about Dan?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's Dan." <laughs> so our my next our next question comes from. Oh, you didn't answer it because uh, it'd be too awkward to answer it on the podcast. Oh. You'd be embarrassed. Mm, whoops. Our next one comes from O'Hanlon Will. Would you ever do interviews with people who have had spooky experiences? We have done interviews with people who have had spooky experiences. Yeah, Episode <laughs> uh, five, yep. we interviewed Cass and Heidi, uh, lesbian Beyonce and Jay-Z, for anyone who's forgotten. And uh, Cass talked about her experience with a um, ghost a when theater. she worked in a theatre. Yeah. And we haven't got anybody else. We need. We keep meaning to get other people on. Like, there's loads of other people that we have kind of lined up to come on, but we haven't actually organised for them to come on yet. So we need to do that. Um, and the last time we had somebody on, they ruined the podcast for us. So, pff, yeah. You know. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. Love you, Will. Fucking don't love you, Will. <laughs> um, okay, so next question. If you could pick one haunted place to stay the night in, where would you go? And that's from Geordie BK. Uh, no place. Thank you, Geordie. I'm good. Really no place, though. So you have to pick somewhere. So you I, think okay, about it as I you would have pick... To pick somewhere. I would stay in the most haunted hotel in the world as long as the bed was big and comfortable. <laughs> I'd stay, I think if I was going to stay in a haunted place, I'd be like, bring me to the most haunted place on earth. Where is meant to be the most haunted place on earth? Bring me there. And I would go and stay there. Yeah, but I want, if I'm staying somewhere, I want to be able to actually lay down and go to bed. Like, I'm not I'm not up for this. Like, I wouldn't go and stay in Bobby Mackey's. There's nowhere to sleep. Oh, okay, fair enough. If it, I'd go to like the Cecil Hotel then or somewhere. Yeah, okay. And be like, oh no, I'm going to be haunted, but I'd sleep the whole night. Yeah, anyway, you so actually I would. <laughs> um, so Mandy Lou two eight eight asks, what's the sca- What's the worst, the worst scary movie you've ever seen? The worst, as in bad, or as in scariest. Our worst. We'll go for both. Okay, worst as in 
worst, although it's now slowly becoming one of my favourite movies of all time, is episode 50, ah! which me and Will watched in for the 50p movie, for club. 50p movie Club for the first, first proper episode of 50p Movie Club. That is a terrible, terrible film, but it's get, it's now getting to the point where it's just becoming an icon of mine because everything we've watched since has not been as good. Um, in terms of scariest, um, yeah, probably what I what I answered last time about um, the one that I saw on YouTube, the Lights Out original on YouTube is quite scary. Somebody posted that in the Super mm. Group again the other day. Don't watch it. Me. That's a mm. I can't watch it either. It's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, that that, that short film. Um, if you haven't seen it, look up Lights Out on YouTube. Man. I posted well. that then on, oh. on the super group. Um, so s- open your passport. Has, and this is something we've talked about quite a lot, actually. They say babies can see ghosts. Do you think we can still see them as adults? We just believe we can't because society labels us as crazy if we say we saw something. So now when we think, uh, so now when we think we see something, we just try and come up with a rational excuse. Maybe our culture forces us to believe we can't see these things. And in fact, the shadow or flicker you saw was really something paranormal. 100%. Yeah, I kind of, I do. I, I do think that we're conditioned to um, stop being as magical as we get older. It's rational. It's, we're taught to be rational, aren't we? That, that's, that's what we learn as we get older. So that's actually, it's not just in terms of paranormal. It's in terms of everything. I think it's in terms of imagination. It's in terms yeah. of the choices we make. It's in terms of religion and spirit spirit religion and spiritual can't say that word say that word for me religion spirituality. and spirituality thank you um but yeah 100 percent, definitely on board with that um i think it's uh it's it's almost like um safety net that mm. we do to protect ourselves because we have an understanding of what should and shouldn't be whereas kids don't have that understanding and so therefore they don't need to necessarily protect themselves they can just say what, what is who's that man over there yeah <laughs> uh, our next one comes from Joanna's Treats and she asks how long have you guys been dating how long have we been dating you can answer it no I want to see if you know uh, <laughs> two nearly three years yeah well done when did we start going out August yeah what was the date <laughs> <laughs> August. Yeah, good, good. That's better than you. You got close enough. Uh, since the twenty fifth of August on twenty sixteen. God, that's a long old time ago. <laughs> We're old people now. Um, and Joanna Streets also asked, "Where do you think the most haunted country is?" I don't think there's any countries more particularly more haunted than others. I think probably we our psyche, our sort of cultural ex- experiences would suggest that most of our, like, as I've said before in the podcast, a lot of our haunted stories come from. America and Britain. Yeah, that's uh, true. because that's where we that's kind of where we draw our references from. I think it's probably probably the paranormal probably exists everywhere and it's just what you hear and what you encounter really and some of it's lost in translation. Yeah, probably. Um my next one comes from Gbats 3417 hey. again. Have you ever wanted to move or live elsewhere? Uh yeah. Yeah. I mean we're quite happy where we are. Yeah. But I would quite like to move somewhere else at some point. Just don't know where. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd like to live in Portland. Yeah, Dan loves Portland. He's like obsessed with Portland. We love to watch Portlandia. That's all I know of Portland. It's close is, enough to Eugene. Is, is Portlandia. Or Seattle. I'd live in Seattle or I'd live in San Francisco. Anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, I think. Um, I'd quite like to live in Spain. I'd quite like to live in Italy. 
But we're quite happy where we are at the moment, aren't we? Like anywhere where there's sun. Yeah. For you. Um, Anels29 says, would you rather, this is a really good one, live at Skinwalker Ranch for a year mm. or live with Emma's black-eyed woman? I think, personally, I'd rather live with my black-eyed woman. Yeah. Simply because if skin, if the shit that's going on at Skinwalker Ranch is real... I do not want to be in battle every single fucking night. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have the predictability of just her standing, because that's all I know of her to do, is yep. just stand and stare with her black eyes. It's fine. I can deal with that. I You'd get end up getting having a cup of tea with her. And yeah, and then stuff, figuring it out and whatever. And we'd sort things out, and then we'd end up being fast friends and creating some sort of ridiculous sitcom about um, unlikely people living together. But Skinwalker Ranch can fuck right off. If any of that stuff is real, I don't want to be... Like, they'd kill Bims. They'd mm. kill Bims with their little yeah. blue orbs. I don't want Bims to be killed okay. with their blue what orbs. I'm about to say might shock you. Yeah, go on. But if it was just me and it was for a day, I'd like to stay a day at the Skinwalker Ranch. It's for a year. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I've changed the terms. Oh, so you, if you, you'd stay... I'd go. I'd visit Skinwalker Ranch. No, I'd stay like overnight. I'd, I'd stay overnight over, over meeting your woman. Would you? If it was just for once, but if it's for the sustained period of time, obviously me and the woman would get be friends, would be fine, and Bims would be safe. But if it was just me, well, that's interesting. So the next one, Carly Hollywood ninety asks, would you spend a night at a haunted location with proper investigators? How dare you imply that we're not proper investigators? How dare you? Uh yeah, I would. Yeah, I absolutely would. I'd have great crack. I don't believe in paranormal investigations. Sorry, sorry to put that out there. Um. I think that there are really amazing people who are really into it. But if you look at like um, a lot of paranormal investigations, nothing well happens. I'm not saying ghost adventures. No, I didn't say ghost adventures, but just a lot of paranormal investigations, like nothing happens. They use technology, which is pseudoscience. Do you know what I mean? All all of these, like uh, the, the idea of people using like spirit boxes and stuff blows my mind because it's so ridiculous. Using like recorders and recording EVPs, like there have been amazing EVPs captured over the years. So I'm not like, I'm not negating that. I just, I, I would, I'd love to go on a paranormal investigation, but I find it really difficult to take it seriously. I don't want to, I, I just, it's again, no, it's always, always overnight. And like, I want to be in bed overnight. So I, I would go with them, but maybe go to my <laughs> We're room. We're just so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't sleep enough as it is. I don't need any extra reason not to be asleep. Well, our, one of our plans going forward is that we are actually going, um, part of the reason why we set up the Patreon was so that we could go and do paranormal investigations yeah, in that. various people, in various people, <laughs> in various places, I mean. So me, Dan and Will are going to do go and do some paranormal investigating in various places. So keep your eyes peeled. So Ali Brown, which is Alistair Brown, mm. um, who is lovely and one of our Patreon subscribers. Who's the one on the live feed? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. the one on the live feed with us. So I hope what your exams is, went well. Yeah, I hope your exams are going well, matey. What is the scariest short creepypasta urban legend that you know? Emma oh. and Dan separately. Thanks. Right, Dan. I hate that one. Oh. Where it's really short and it's the woman. Uh, it's a woman and she's got a German Shepherd dog um, who sleeps in the room with her. Yes. Oh. Go on. Uh, and she's uh, she hears some noise in her house um, overnight and she reaches down to where the dog normally sleeps and feels it lick her on the hand. And then she gets up about an hour later and the dog is dead in the bathroom. 
there's been a man in the house who licked her hand. Ah, I hate that one. I hate the subtle ones. I also hate the one where the where the kids um the kids upstairs and he hears his mum shouting in the kitchen and he comes running down the oh, stairs yeah, and, and she his, grabs him. pulls him into the cupboard and he goes, I heard it too. Oh yeah, I, my favourite creepypasta ever is Slender Man because it gained such cultural significance. That people actually died. That people like well, no, are you talking about that girl who was stabbed? Yeah, she, she, she survived. Oh, she, yeah. But she, um, like, it gained such cultural significance that it manifested itself in, like, people's mental illness. Like, that's mental. Mm. That's mental that it, like, it became such a part of society and it, it caused this, like, obviously horrific, horrific um, act that two young girls, like, try to murder, try to sacrifice their friend Slenderman. Like, it's crazy. And I love it for that reason that it became this, like, really significant part of our everyday vernacular I've actually freaked myself out telling myself that story again oh. I hate it um, so Anna asks us Anna who is one of our Patreon people and she's like amazing has been with us from the very beginning what is the scariest real ghost story you've ever heard hmm. I I think for me the scariest one I've heard was the one that Chris sent us in the last time we did a listener's episode, Chris sent us in the story about the Ouija board. Oh, yeah, that was. And the... Um, didn't he get grabbed? No, it was the hand in the ceiling. Was it? <gasps> oh, the hand the turned the light switch yeah. off. Oh. Fuck off. Oh. That got me. And then there were the footsteps me. on the ceiling. Oh, yes. Well, it wasn't from upstairs. It was on the ceiling. Yes, oh. yes, yes. That was great. Oh. Um, Kay McConnellhue, I can't even say, I can't say that last, McConnellhue, McConnellhue, I don't know. Why did you decide to do a podcast together and specifically on paranormal things? Um, I've answered this question before and it was because of Will, because yeah. I got really competitive with but Will. But that's not why paranormal things, is it? Why? Um, paranormal things was because I'm really fascinated by it. I think it's a fast, it, it's like a real psychological mind fuck about why we believe in it and why cross-culturally across the world we believe in it. Um, and I think it's something that brings people together. Like ghost stories are a great thing that people love and people love to listen to. So I thought, why not tell some ghost stories? Um, Mandy Lou two eight eight asks again, uh, "What is your favorite movie, just in general?" Uh, mine is almost famous, or the Transformers nineteen eighties cartoon. Mine is uh, Moulin Rouge. This is my favorite film ever made. I love it so much that I have a tattoo dedicated to Moulin Rouge because I'm a sad bastard and I'm very excited for it to come to the West End so I can go and see it and I love it so much and I made Dan watch it and Dan hates musicals and when I watch it I sing along really loudly so it's the I best I didn't mind best Moulin Rouge it's just I didn't understand why everybody was singing all the time really because it's a musical yeah I know but that's why I don't like musicals uh, Mandalu again 288 asks us what's our favourite place to travel to um, I like lots of different places. There's lots of places that I like to travel to. Um, I love, I've also already mentioned, I like the Pacific Northwest. I've managed to go a couple of times now, which has been really nice. And I just love it. I feel like it's got everything that I would want in a place to live. Um, I'm really a big fan of Italy and Corsica, the coast of France. Italy is my favourite place in the world because I fucking love food. <laughs> and uh, Italy is the best place. And I love Rome specifically which is very cliched, but I absolutely love Rome. It makes me really happy being there. I love Norway. I mm. love um, the Nordic countries and their way of life because they're very cool and chilled out. Did you know that they, um, they, they're they so adept at recycling in Norway 
that they have to ship in waste from other countries <laughs> in wow. order to power some of their systems because they power a lot of their stuff with um with That's waste, crazy. which is crazy. Um, um, I also liked Estonia and Tallinn. However, they've currently got a Nazi government, so maybe we won't go Maybe there. not. I liked Canada as well. Canada was cool. Mm, Canada was cool. And I, I love the West Coast, though. Sorry. I no. love the um, I love the American and Canadian um, attitude to food, which is obviously um, a little bit of a controversial topic because of how the world kind of perceives and stereotypes Americans. But fuck me, do those people know how to eat? Mm. Like portions, everything. I'm all chicken place in Hamilton. Uh, was in, it? It was Burlington, maybe. Burlington, there was oh. a chicken place in Burlington that we went to. Oh my god, Yum. we had so much chicken. Um, if you could stay the night in a haunted place anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, we've already had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so Josie asked us, "What color is our kettle?" It's white. So I had it's to very look. Very plain and boring. It's white. Um, does a job though. Uh, Jane Shetty asks us actually can you do an episode on ghosts from India or start a series of country specific stories I think we will I think we, we will. talked about this on the on our Instagram live the other day and we talked about doing a um, Japanese series an Indonesian series I'm well up for doing an Indian series Will, will really wants to do um, a Japanese ghost one episode with us at some point oh amazing um, so that would be a nice thing to do before he goes to that part of the world even though he's not going to Japan he's going to Asia he's gone to Asia yeah he's going to China it's in Asia which is also Japan oh yeah because you said yeah I know that's why I was like because you said he's not going to Japan he's going to Asia I was like um no I said but he is going to Asia is oh right sorry yeah. um so I'm trying to make sure we have all the stories. What colors are And um, so hey, 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 OG, I think, um, said, "How did you two meet?" We've answered this before as well. We actually lived together. Yeah, we lived together in a big fucking in house slum. share. <laughs> um, we lived in a big house share in this big old house. Um, that was really cool, and uh, I really fancied Dan, so I spent a lot of time just being really awkward around him. It worked, and it worked, and here we are, three years later. <laughs> Um, so Anne Karichola asked hey did you guys any of you ever see a ghost or a spirit or felt an unknown presence in your life go back and listen to episode one and I tell you all about it but the answer is yes to both of us and we've both spoken about um, spirits in our lives at different times mm. so B.A. Um, Zander asked a really interesting question if either of you were a ghost how would you communicate to let the other know that you're still there Oh, that is a really good question. Yeah, I know what I'd do. Fucking eat all your cereal. Yeah. I do that anyway. And then, because yeah. I, Dan gets really annoyed because I um, I just love cereal. Like, I'm a cereal fiend. I'm obsessed with cereal. I love it. And anytime he gets cereal, I eat it. And then he gets really annoyed at me. But at the moment, he has lucky charms. And I'd never had them before. And I had some when he went out earlier. And they're absolutely rank. <laughs> how do you how disgusting they are. So I won't be eating those ones. They're too expensive to have all the time over here. Well, that's, so. what, that's what I'd do. I'd um, eat your cereal. I'd know. To so. let you know I was still here. What would you do? Leave my clothes on the floor. Oh, that would fucking be annoying. <laughs> I'd be like, God, he's just as annoying dead as he was alive. Um, I just I, I know I know what I do I keep every time you're watching YouTube I keep flicking it over to Game Chasers oh <laughs> I don't even mind Game Chasers but that'll be so Alistair Brown asked another question on Patreon and he said 
I'd like to know what country you feel has the most interesting cryptids, legends and myth. Personally, I love the wild Japanese stuff and also the myths from my homeland of Scotland. I love the show. I fucking love cryptids. And I know people are going to be surprised because I'm always like, oh, I don't believe in anything. Blah, blah, blah. Cryptids, all I'm here for cryptids. Love them. Love it. Love, give me a bit of Bigfoot any day. I write that Bigfoot fetish stuff. No, I don't. I'm joking. Um, she does really. But I love it. Love cryptids. All for it. And I think um, there's so, there's amazing cryptids all over the world. It just depends on what your definition of cryptid is really i don't i wouldn't want to say but i love i love the um the loch ness monster oh i do i'd and, love to think that nessie was but right. i'm also really quite into chupacobras at the moment oh chupacabras you mean not yeah. chupacobras no chupacobras that's oh. how the same oh i see that's the hybrid put, between yeah. a chupacabra and a cobra <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's um there yeah that i i like that's uh something that's grabbed my interest since we looked at that fact since we watched that fact what's it fact or fiction fact or fake paranormal fact or fake paranormal files where they really couldn't outlaw it could they that, that carcass that they tested and they didn't really know what it was oh yeah, yeah. So they said it was a, a, a hybrid between a dog and like a wild something yeah i don't really know um that's all cryptids are though really isn't it they're hybrids of things what scares you the most personally Demons, ghosts, aliens, humans, etc. Humans every time. Humans. Just, well, I've seen humans do yeah. some horrendous stuff yep. over the years. Especially when I worked in um, a mental health facility. Fuck me, I saw people doing some awful things. To themselves, mostly. Mm. But Jesus Christ, you'd be surprised what people can do to themselves. Yeah. And outside of humans, aliens. Yeah, see, aliens really don't freak me out. I mean, they probably would if I encountered one, but... It's what was the other choices of the paranormal ones? Um, demons, ghosts, aliens, etc. Dolls. Yeah, good, done. <laughs> David Keane asks, if you had to pick one person from all of history to haunt you, who would you pick? Oh, that's a cracking question. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, can we interact with them? Yeah, well, if they're haunting you, yeah. I'd imagine you can. So you, so you can't like, sit down and have a chat. Uh. But I'd imagine you were aware that, that was the person that was haunting you. Do you know what I mean? You'd be mm. like, oh, it's the ghost of fucking Cleopatra or whatever. I don't know. I don't know either. It's, it's a really, a good really question. tough question. So is, there, is there anybody in history that you definitely wouldn't want to be haunted by? There's a question for you. Um, anybody that would come back as an old person or a child. So any famous dead old people or famous dead children? Yeah, but I would like to think that some old, like some famous people, if they died, they wouldn't come back as like the oldest form. Oh, I guess. I don't really know. I think maybe Frank Sinatra. I'm fucking calling in on that one because I don't know. No, I'm saying Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Because I reckon he'd be crooning to like, to like, doing his ghostly noises would be like little snippets of his song. I could, I could handle that, I think. Oh, that'd be nice. You'd probably get like, tobacco smoke smells and stuff like that. Do you know, I'd love to be haunted by Amy Winehouse because she'd wreck your house. She'd be so annoying. (laughs) She'd be like smashing shit up or your drink would go missing. There'd be like, fucking all sorts of things going on I'd be like oh Amy because I love her so much I'd just be like oh Amy Um, our next one is if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself your life the future or anything else what would you want to know and that comes from C. Scott on Patreon serious answer and fake answer right? serious answer okay serious answer what happens when we die really yeah I don't think I'd want to know because I think if I found out that nothing happens when you die, I'd really struggle with that. 
because I'd struggle with where the people, the fact yeah. that people that I've lost, they're not anywhere in the world anymore. And actually, there's a, there is a thing. There's a quite a there's a comfort in ignorance, isn't it? Yeah, there is. It's the opiate of the people, um, and I'm happy with that. What would I want to know? I think I'd I'd want to know something like I'd ask I'd waste it on something really stupid that was bugging me at that moment in time. Do you know what I mean? Like, like a little fact that you can yeah. remember. <laughs> I'll be like, what was the name of Chesney Hawks' album? <laughs> like, really, that's how you're using it? Yeah, right now, that's what's bugging me. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to know about my future. No, I don't know. That's the only thing I'd ask about the future. I'd, I'd want, I'd want, I'd want some specifics about things that were bugging me. So, <laughs> like, I'd want to know, like, who was the Black Guardian murderer? <gasps> yeah, you see, that's a good one. I'd want to know. Who was Jack the Ripper? Who I'd was Jack the Ripper? That. I'd want to know, are aliens real? Yeah, those, that's a good question. What's the closest planet to us that has... That has aliens on it. Intelligent like actual, life. I don't want to know about bacteria and shit. No, like, intelligent life. I want life. to know about actual intelligent life. Um, Caroline Gregory asks, is there anything paranormal-wise that Dan doesn't believe in? And if so, why? Yeah, I don't believe that in a, in a times of trouble, our mind can project another person to save us from the situation. Do you know that? I know that you're like, it's the third man thing. Um, but the, the girl who uh, who told us about that theory and I was like, oh my God, that's actually really interesting. And um, she messaged the other day because she's reading Paranormality by Richard Wiseman, oh, yeah. which is a great book. And I would it's highly recommend it if, yeah, I would highly recommend it if anybody um, is looking for a book to read. And um, she was talking about it and she said, um, even though Dan mocked me about the third man um, theory, uh, I think he might enjoy this book or something like that. And I was like, yeah, Dan did mock you about that. So Dan believes in everything except a real psychological phenomenon. <laughs> Do you know? Uh, no, I think I don't think there's any, I can't like categorically say that there's a certain type of paranormal thing that I don't believe in because I think in general without specific details I believe in most things I think there's been specific um, cases where I've been like well that's obviously infrasound um, no, not quite like that but I've been like oh well, that's obviously not true or that might just be this um, but actually I think most entities and things I'm, I'm down with um, Carmen asked on Patreon is it Carmen Car- Car- San Diego? huh? is it Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is common Sandy? Oh, you're I too young. You're so young. Would you rather <laughs> spend one single night locked in a known haunted location by yourself or spend five nights locked in the same location with a few of your friends? I'll just do it by myself and get over it, to be honest. I will not be able to spend five nights with anybody. Not even me. No, probably no. not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, oh, fuck off. I'd be, you know, in the horror films where you think it's a ghost all along and it's actually that's one psychopath in the group. That'd be me. Mm-hmm. Fucking shit. I'd choose friends, I think. I'd need some company. I wouldn't be able to deal with it on my own. I'd just go to sleep, you see. This is what yeah. people don't realise is yeah. that I'll just fall asleep and not wake up. Uh, if you had the choice to live in a haunted mansion, would you do it? I would. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. We we talked about this earlier when we were recording the episode about whether or not you'd live in the Amityville Horror House if you knew that people had been murdered there. Yeah, I absolutely would. I don't care. Not a mass murder. Like, if if it was like a person got murdered in this house, I'd be like, eh. But like, a mass murder is pretty evil, isn't it? Yeah, of course it's evil. But it's also the guy who did it was really ill. He was really it lingers, unwell. Though, doesn't it? That kind of thing lingers, I think. That bullshit. Only if you allow it. 
So there's people that live in the Amityville Horror House now that are perfectly fine and live a really normal life. The Amityville Horror House was not real. It was a money-making scheme. I'm flicking your hair. <laughs> I'm flicking my hair, but I forgot the. Yeah, but it, it was. But it, the murder was real, wasn't it? I, I, I don't. I don't know because I know what my imagination is like, and it probably wouldn't be haunted. But I'd make it. It, it would make it way worse <laughs> if I knew that something like that happened. And that was our last question hmm. from our burning questions series. We wow. will do another series of burning questions when we get to episode forty. So if you've got a burning question, keep an eye out on our Instagram, and I will put it up there. And if you're a Patreon subscriber. I'll put it up on Patreon also. If I missed your question, I'm really sorry. I tried to do them all, but if I missed it, I'm sorry. I will get to it. Or ask us, ask us again the next time round. And as always, thank you for listening. We hope that you learned a little bit more about us. And we love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what you're waiting for me. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to be saying something. Bye. Bye.